Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Stephen and Mike. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Two Geeks and a Microphone Show. I am your co-host, Mr. Stephen Buster, along with the one, the only, the most illustrious, Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good morning to all you geeks out there in geekdom land. Well, today's the day, everybody. We are talking about the new season of The Mandalorian. Well, I guess technically we're talking about the first episode of the new season of The Mandalorian. (laughs) Uh, this is the way this is the way so um anyway i'm pretty excited about it um to be open with everybody um we gotta save it for the podcast oh wait we're doing the podcast we're doing the podcast (laughs) of course we have to save it more for the main event how's that that sounds good i like that too i like that (laughs) too so uh everybody uh we are excited about talking about the show. Um, I forgot that uh, I, you know, I, I watched the last episode of season two, and then before I w- was watching the first episode of season three, and I'm like, wait, we're missing something. What? Wh- wait a minute. What? I'm like, oh wait, we did have Mando season two point five in the <laughs> middle of Book of Boba Fett. Uh huh. That's true. I did not watch those to prep. I forgot. I almost wished I would have, I but I didn't. I guess I could go back and watch yeah. them this week, though. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get into that, I'm sure, and stuff. So, but anyway, so yeah, I am excited about talking about it today, though, uh, and everything. So, um, so everybody, just kind of our format. We do kind of talk about uh, geeky news uh, a little bit, things that uh, that are happening in the geekdom world, just for a few moments. Then right after that, we kind of talk about what's on our geek dar kind of things that we've been doing in the geek geekdom realm. Uh, if we're watching something or reading something, and then we get into the main event. So, with that being said, Monsieur Michael, what is our uh, geeky news today? All right, let's give the bumper. So I don't have a whole lot in the geeky news, but something came up. It's really more of a rumor, but ah, um, boo, boo! <laughs> I hate rumors. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, but this is interesting, or this could be interesting. I should okay. say. Okay. Um, in fact, uh, uh, Star Wars Theory was reporting on this too, so I figured if he's reporting on it. It, it it's getting the attention. It. There getting, may be something to it. Okay, right. Um, so there was a article that came out that claims that uh, I don't know who the guy is, but he he claims to have some connections, and he claims that Disney may be working on a possible, as he's putting it, uh, live action shorts. Featuring Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, and Princess Leia. Um, I think this could be interesting, and I think it might if if they are really doing it. I it call seems, bull crap. 
<laughs> okay, all right. Why do you call bull crap? Why do you call bull? Crap? If they're going to do live action, how are they going to do it? They've already stated they're not going to do. They're not going to go back and do any more um, CGI of those characters. Really? Um, so we've had Luke Skywalker in at the end of, end end of season one of Mandalorian. We had Luke Skywalker at the midpoint of Boba Fett. Um, so where where again are they not doing? Yeah, but this? well, I, I, let me rephrase that. I thought they weren't going to do any more with Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia. I don't think that's true. I mean, it, you're doing it with Mark I Hamill. Don't know. I don't they know. and oh wait wait wait. Uh, let's go to Indiana Jones five. Uh, uh, you did de-age him evidently. That's right. right. Mm. Indy takes a nap. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not the name of it. Right. <laughs> Steven's about to take a nap. I'll tell you that. I, I don't know. I I would. I don't know if I would watch it or not. I, I guess it just because of the sequel trilogy just kind of killed okay. those adventures and stuff. Do you see well, what I'm see, saying? See, that's the problem. The sequel trilogy screwed up. Um, we look, I, I'm not a Beatles fan, but let's face it. You, you get the four Beatles together. Y- you want the Beatles to play. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You had the big three together and we didn't get them together in one film. Mm. Disney screwed up. They know they screwed up. And I think they want to retroactively fix this. That's what I think is going. I think if if they're going to do the short route, which I think is weird, but if they're going to do it, I think it's a testing ground to see how fans are going to react to this technology using the big three. That's what I well, that's what I believe it is. Yeah, I can I can go with your thoughts on that with with the testing ground and stuff. I, I I'm not. It's all it's over kind of a thing i'm I'm excited about the new realms of what we're going into and that's what's got my interests i I think you're telling me if they introduced luke leia and han and they they granted they have to make sure they get this down they cannot they cannot just throw i don't think they can i don't think they can but go ahead i'm sorry anyway uh you're telling me that you wouldn't take, I, I would love to have an adventure. Heck, I would love to see them do basically shadows of the empire, which happens in between empire strikes back and return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted Han wouldn't be in that because Han's frozen in carbonite, but still you have Luke and Leia, you know, have an adventure with them. I, I young Luke and Leia, mm-hmm. and then have an adventure right after return of the Jedi with a slightly older, you know, just you know just out of out of return i would absolutely love those things i think those would be incredible uh sign me up you know as long as it's done as long as it looks good i mean if we don't let's not get the leia that we got at the end of rogue one because that uh, that one makes me cringe Mm -hmm. um but i did think that they did a really good job on tarkin in that film and um and they've proven with with luke skywalker they can do better because they did very well i mean it wasn't perfect you know it's it's still not perfect but right they are improving and i think we have to see what happens with indy five 
and how how the de-aging goes with Han in that or with Han with Indian Ford. I know right. what you mean. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm open for the idea. Um because I I felt cheated with the sequel trilogy. I mm-hmm. personally I felt the sequel trilogy should have had the three at the beginning and they basically hand everything off to the new generation mm-hmm. and we didn't get that. And, and I hate it. it. It just, and then Carrie Fisher died and it's like, well, we lost everything now, you know, it, and it was, it was depressing. It sucked. It was just horrible. So mm-hmm. I want a chance to have that moment. That's what I want. I, I want to see, Han, Luke, and Leia in the cockpit of the Falcon. That's what I want. And this okay. could be an opportunity. So Okay. We'll see. I will, yeah, we'll see. I, I, will, I would give it a shot and all kind of a thing. <laughs> going on an adventure. <laughs> just going just for those who are listening, Brenda posted in the comment, are we going on an adventure? Uh, anyway. Uh, so that's all I got for the the geeky news should we move on to geek dar sure yeah let's do that all right well you don't need that private we're right here now what is it now what is it i'm having trouble with the radar sir what's wrong with it i've lost the bleeps i've lost the sweeps and i've lost the creeps the what the what and the what you know the bleeps the sweeps and the creeps. That's not all he's lost. <laughs> Every time I love it. Um, I was hoping when we had the video that we would see him crack up, but it's taken from a different angle. Yeah. So you can't see it, but you can hear it. <laughs> you definitely hear it. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Did you see uh, Mel Brooks has come out with History of the World Part 2 now? Well, I don't know if it's really just I don't think it's actually him. I think he's involved with it, but I don't think he directed it. But yeah. Uh, Is it a Hulu thing or something? I don't know. I haven't watched it because it kind of disappoints me that they actually came out with a sequel. Because, I mean, part of his joke has always been he makes a joke about doing a sequel in the movie and then he never does a sequel. I mean, it's part of his thing, you know? Right. We had the whole even history of the world. Yeah, well, we had history of the world part two. We had the the little uh, uh, preview at the end of history of the world one, and we had Jews in space. We're Jews. We're Jews in space. Which I got a friend who's actually creating a three D model of the Star of David ship for the Jews in space. (laughs) It's pretty incredible, actually. Um, anyway, so I, I just don't know how I feel about this whole history of the world part two thing. I, I kind of wish they wouldn't have done it. If they were going to do anything, they should have done Spaceballs two. I think that would have been better. But yeah, all right. Um, moving much more better. Much more better. Thank you. Cheers. Oh, much more better. Cheers, everybody. Woohoo! Anyway, um, I don't have a whole lot for Geek Dar. I, I did get some new comics this week, but I haven't delved into them yet. Um, so really on my geek door right now is I'm continuing to watch the original night court. Um, I'm up to season four of that. Um, I'm wow. not, 
where Roz has has come in. Uh, both Selma and Flo have passed away, unfortunately. Um, I love both of those two actresses. They were they were great. They were so good with with Bull. He was you know such a good comedic uh, team up. They were. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I'm about almost halfway through the series at this point. I watch like two or three a night. <laughs> gotcha. Um, and then, uh, last night I found out that on Peacock and since I do have access to Peacock now, um, they have Battlestar Galactica, uh, which I was really excited the about. Original I, or the, no, the, Sackoff. the, the yeah, the, Katie Sackoff, who is Bo-Katan by the way, <laughs> you know, uh, instead of, instead of, uh, this is the way it was. So say we all. <laughs> ah, <laughs> that was their saying on. Interesting. On I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So say we all. Uh, but yeah, uh, I found out that they have Battlestar Galactica and I'm a big fan of that series and I've wanted to rewatch it for a long time, but I couldn't find it anywhere. So last night I just, I don't know. Something made me think about it and I was like, I wonder if I can find Battlestar again. And lo and behold, boom, it pops up on, on uh, Peacock. And they have, uh, they have the, the seasons that came out, the miniseries mini before it, and they even have the plan, which was something they came out with towards the end of it, which was kind of a retelling of the beginning of it, but from the Cylon's point of view instead of from the human's point of view, which is kind of cool. It's a nice little take on it. So I'm excited that I can start rewatching those again. I think that'll be fun. I wish they would have put Caprica up there. They don't have it on there. I like Caprica too. That was the kind of prequel series to Battlestar Galactica, which was really interesting, mm. but unfortunately it didn't do well. So it only lasted, I think, two seasons. Ooh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Coffee talking back to me. Um, <laughs> Got out before I could get away from the mic. Sorry about that. It's all good. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I'm excited about Battlestar Galactica. I would love to see BSG come back. There's been rumors and rumors that it might come back. It may even come back as a movie. And man, you know, I thought the uh, effects were really good for that series, and that was started in 2003, carried on through like 2009, 2010, something like that. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I thought the you know they did a very good job. Imagine what they could do today with Battlestar Galactica. I man, I think it would be incredible. So who knows? Maybe in the future we'll we'll get another BSG. Right on. Okay. That's my my oh, I, go ahead. Oh, I had one more thing. I forgot. Mm -hmm. Since we're not covering from episode to episode of Bad Batch, I just wanted to touch on the latest episode of bad batch oh yeah i want you to yes please because as i watched it i was like oh i bet you there's some lore here that mike can fill us in on well uh, we went back to tantus mount tantus yes. so, we were at T i mean there was yeah. no doubt about it oh yeah and yes. i was very excited about this because it's like mount tantus is you know we've we've talked about this before mount tantus was the uh mountain where we where you met Sayaboth in the original Thrawn trilogy. Mm -hmm. um, so I still think that Dave Filoni is gearing up to 
basically his retelling of the heir to the empires. I think he might be heading in that direction. Yeah. Um, Cause we know we're getting thrown at some point uh, yeah, in Ahsoka series. Yeah. We're getting thrown in the Ahsoka series. So live action. I think there's some kind of lead up to his version of heir to the empire. And I think this kind of um, heads into it. I think it's also trying to fix some problems with the sequel trilogy because they're, they're really diving into this whole clone thing and the fact that the emperor continued with clone experiments, even after the destruction of, of uh, yeah. uh, the clones uh, homeworld and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, why can't I think of the name of it? <laughs> Cause we always laughed about how to pronounce it. Right. Exactly. Anyway, you know, I, yeah, Camino, thank you. Uh, I really enjoyed this episode and I really like bad batch right now. I think bad batch is some really good star Wars, some intriguing stuff. Oh, it's yeah. really building to some interesting things coming forward. So, yeah. so that that's, that's all my geek dark. <laughs> yeah. I, that latest episode, I was intrigued by what I was like, okay, this is lore stuff. This is cool. The rest of it was kind of so, so, um, but the lore stuff I was digging, if that makes sense. I'm like, okay, you're introducing lore stuff. Okay, come, come, come on, come on, come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Move fast, this. Come on, move, move, move fast, this. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I did not Steven skip though. See, see, and I'm I'm taking it all in. I'm like, yes, just soak this in. This is this is Star Wars goodness here. <laughs> That's what this is. The juicy goodness of Star yes, Wars. Star Wars juicy goodness. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, uh, my geek dar is last week. I told you I watched John Wick three. Uh, I actually. Uh, watched John Wick 2 this week. Uh, rewatched it. I love the John Wick universe. I love the John Wick stories. Um, so, and I'll probably watch John Wick 1. So, like, three, two, one. Because <laughs> I'm, I, it's kind of my personal road to John Wick 4. Um, and, uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. I'm really excited about the, uh, the new one coming out. So it was good. It was fun. It was fun to watch it again. I was thinking, you know, if I had to put them in order of which ones I like the best, you know, and, and now it's jumbled because I'm rewatching them and going, Oh, that was good. Oh, that was so, so, Oh, that was good. You know? So I, 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 I would have put two as my last, you know, of them, even though I enjoyed it. But after I watched it again, I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't know where it may be on the scale of, nice. you know, nice. which ones are the best ones. Well, I, I still got to watch two and three. I, I have never watched John wick other, uh, you know, I recently watched one and I really enjoyed one, but you know, you and I, we have to make sure and get copies of berserker. And we're gonna have to go through Berserker. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, we probably won't be able to do that before John Wick Four, but um, oh, no, another follow up on a comparison contrast to John Wick and Berserker. Right. Yeah. Oh. Because okay. my from from what I've read, I've only read the first two issues of Berserker, but it's almost like John Wick and steroids. <laughs> So, okay. if you like John Wick, you're gonna love Berserker. <laughs> and I mean, uh, Keanu Reeves is directly involved with the comic book too. So, 
It's not like right. he does input, which I think is kind of cool. It's pretty neat that he's directly involved in that. So, right. All right. So is that it for, uh, that's it. That's it. Yes, sir. Bob. All right. I have a bumper for the main event. It's time for the main event. All right, folks, we are in the main event. All right, here we are. Here we are. So what are we discussing, Mr. Mike, on our main event? We've already kind of talked a little bit about it. but So we are discussing the long-awaited season three premiere of The Mandalorian. This is the way. I love it. I have been excited for this for a while now. Uh-huh. I love the Mando series. I I honestly think this is probably the best Star Wars in a long, long time. Honestly. Wow. Uh, they John John Favreau and Dave Filoni have done such an amazing job with a character that did not exist that no one knew anything about. But well, technically he was Boba Fett, but he wasn't Boba Fett is what they what they pretty much did here and right. i don't know just incre- and turned it into some of the most incredible star wars in years honestly right. you know um I, I still enjoy boba fett i know a lot of po- people poo poo on that that's that's poodle poodle <laughs> yeah um I'm not <laughs> well we had a we had a poodle reference um good morning sage glad to see you in Sage Page and Omega just popped into the chat. Hola, um, Sage. So, yeah, I am super excited about Mando. I'm excited about season three, and I just can't wait to dive into this stuff. Okay. Okay. This will be this will be an interesting episode, everybody. <laughs> this already sounds like trouble. <laughs> And we got a little friction well, today, boys. You a brewing here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just the main kidding. event was appropriate, then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it won't be. As, it's not that bad. So, all right. So, anyway, uh, like we do, everybody. What we normally do is we kind of do a little rating system, non-spoilery review. We do our best not to. Sometimes I fail. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, sometimes. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and so uh so that's what we're going to do. We're going to kind of give our like little score. What uh what should we do our score uh rating system on today? Uh Babu Fricks. Right on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't maybe know. Maybe I just maybe I just gave a spoiler away, but uh no, he was in the he was in the the uh preview, so he, they that's were not, in the previews. Whatever yeah. that race is, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they call the race, but yeah, Babu Fricks, Babu yeah. Fricks. All right, Babu Fricks. I give this a good solid seven out of ten. Okay, um, that's that's not bad. No, uh, it's not bad. the The story was okay for me. Um, um, uh, the special effects were great. Um, the the seeing the development of the world that has been created was great. I loved it. Um, the, where they're heading 
um, seems to be pretty okay kind of a thing. I just, I, I don't, I think I just expected more of the first episode, if that makes sense. And I, there are some story elements that I'm just, I, I want to Steven skip over. It, it, like I've been there, done that for two seasons. Uh, this is old for me. Now I do think some of those story elements, they're transitioning. That's what this season is about. And so that's why I'm like, Okay, well, let's see what happens, and I can get into that in the spoilerific territory and stuff. So, okay, gotcha. um, but good, good, good seven out of ten, easy. Okay, seven out of ten is not a bad score. That's not a bad score at all. Right. Um, I would go higher. I'll go an eight. I'll go okay. eight out of ten. Um, th- there was just a couple things that eh, I was like, eh, I eh, whatever. Um, but for the mm-hmm. most part, I really enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did. I did say that Babu Frick made an appearance on this, or his race makes an appearance in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's him. I don't know if it's actually the same. I don't. Character. I don't know. I do like that character, so that that right. uh, added to my enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was possibly a hint of maybe Thrawn in this, and I'm really excited about that mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that. that- that hint was my favorite part of the episode. Okay, cool. We'll get into that. I won't give yes. that away. Yet. Yeah. Um, Baby Yoda was hilarious. Loved him. Uh, although I still think he shouldn't be back with Mando yet. <laughs> and that kind right. of bugs it just kind of bugs me a little bit. And that's maybe part of the reason I scored it just a little lower. But okay. Okay. Then I could have. So. That's that's my short spoiler uh spoiler free non spoilerific review. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. All right, cool beans. Uh hey, if anybody out there, if you've seen it, anybody joining us, love to get your score. How how many out of Babu Fricks? It's kind of like we don't call him Grogu, we call him Baby Yoda. And the Babu Fricks, whatever I don't think it matters what race they are. His name is Grogu, by the way. What? His name? It's Grogu. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> that was Man, funny. That race. That race is such and such. I don't care. They're Babu Fricks. <laughs> well, no, no. That's what. That's what uh, Grief Karga told Mando. Mando goes, "His name is Grogu, by the way." And Grief went, "What?" And he goes, "Grogu. That's his name." Yeah. All right. Whatever. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what he said to him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it it was kind of like the audience was speaking there. I mean, I've yeah. accepted he's Grogu. You know, he does need a name, but I go back and forth. He sometimes he's Grogu, sometimes he's Baby Yoda. Right. Whatever, whatever. Yep. Who cares? <laughs> yep. All right. Well, here we go. We're going to go to spoilerific territory, everybody. We're not really going to do quite a play by play. We probably should just give. If you haven't seen it, maybe we'll do a general overview real quick of what what happened but i i want to talk about my favorite parts and then i'll get into the parts that um are not so much my favorite parts and then we'll kind of go from there how's that sound okay all right let's see i saw it went right like five minutes after it premiered because i couldn't go to sleep that night not because of anticipation but Uh, just your work schedule right now my work schedule is crazy so um and and uh 
I, I I'm trying to remember kind of the general consensus. He goes to see it picks up where the armor. We pick up, yeah, we pick up with the Mandos. Um, and it's mm-hmm. the uh, uh, what, what are, are they, they called? called? The Children of the Watch. The, the Children of the Watch. Yes, that's that's the sect or clan or I don't know what terminology. Terminology. Right. This want. takes place millions of years after Westeros, and you know you had the Watch, you know the Watch commanders and all that. No, I'm just kidding. It has nothing to do with that. You've completely lost me. I don't even know what the heck. Oh, it's Game of Thrones. Game of Th- they they have this. Oh, okay. Where they call That's it why the I Watch. Have no clue of what you're talking. Yeah, about. the Watch is always on the wall, watching. You know, for I'm sitting here going, no, wait a minute. We covered. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Blood and Chrome, or I forget the the uh, Django Fett series we covered for uh, Star Wars Podcast Day. Not this past year, not this year, but last year. And I'm like, that doesn't sound anything like that because it went into the lore of the Mandalorians and yeah, so on and so forth. I'm like, Stephen, you yeah. lost your mind. <laughs> yes, now, I have. I'll, by golly, I'll admit when this opened up, I was a little confused. I I actually thought we might have might have been seeing a young Din Djarin, maybe, and that was kind of his quote unquote. I had wondered too. In all fairness, yeah. you are correct. Yes, I was a little. And that confused was quote unquote his bar bar mitzvah. Sure. Because <laughs> tell me, right. tell me that didn't feel like the Mandalorian version of the bar mitzvah. Well, it was the Mandalorian coming of age, right? Yes, yeah. kind of a thing. So yeah, yeah. which was cool. I, I thought it was neat. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although uh, she comes out, well, you see her building the helmet, which was incredible. I loved it. I absolutely mm-hmm. loved it. And then she comes out and she does the whole uh, uh, creed or whatever, right? With him, has him repeat the creed or whatever. Yeah. And then she says, "And you vow never to to remove your helmet." And and you know this is the way and puts the helmet on his head and i'm sitting here going he looks like he's about 12 maybe 13 which would be bar mitzvah age right it's coming of age sure right he's still growing that helmet is not always going to fit his head well i think he's got to take it off sometime Right. I'm sorry. It's it, it, in all openness. This is one of the ridiculous parts of the story that I just have trouble getting behind. Right. Yeah. Like um, I, I have questions. I have questions. Right. This, this, this might be a little inappropriate, but let's say Mando meets Miss Mando. Mando. Future right. Miss Mando. Future Miss Mando. And it's their honeymoon night. Do they have to keep the helmets on? Right, right. I mean, come on. This is yeah. This is the part I wish we. I know. I know the whole idea is to to get him because right. the name of the uh, episode, by the way, is apostate. Which actually, I like the name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought the title was. It's cool. very fitting for the story. Yeah, yes, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm I'm I, a little with Bo Katan. You're all a bunch of crazy zealots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, how shall I say this? I want I want to be careful here. Um, the 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 whole thing about the helmets is I, I know there's probably a whole lore to it, and of course it's not going to be this whole thing about you can't take it off in you know 
you got to take it off to eat or, you know, you can, you can take it off when you're alone kind of a thing. So right. you did, but, they did portray that in season one when, you know, he was at the, the with the, the woman who basically fell in love with him. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And, uh, she gives him food and everything and he makes her leave and then he takes off the helmet and he's watching the children play and he's eating his yeah there's an interesting moment in the story yes yeah i mean it it gave some clarification there are points where they can remove the helmet but they can't be with anybody else when they do it and okay you know okay going back to star wars empire strikes back return of the jedi Yes, we never saw Boba Fett without his helmet. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, but let's be honest—we only saw Boba Fett for what twenty minutes of each film, if even that. If even, you know, mm-hmm. right? So we have no idea how Boba. We never Fett saw stormtroopers without their helmets. Uh, yeah. Well, yes, we did. Yes, we did. In Revenge of the Sith, they they took their helmets off. Not all the time, but there were points where they would take their helmet off. In fact, uh, if I remember right, Captain Cody, uh, he hands. He did. He and did. He Sorry. Was not let, wearing a helmet. Yeah, but let, let me clarify. My brain was on Standard the original, Cody. the original one, we, the original series that we never really saw them. So it, it those are not clone troopers. Those are inferior stormtroopers. Uh, yes. Yes. My point being is that we it was it was considered armor. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. It wasn't even an issue of whether they took it off or not, and and that's where I thought you know even but no with, one questioned a stormtrooper not taking his helmet off. No, nobody questioned that. They're, right, and it's the same story. Yes, the, the idea of Boba Fett not taking his helmet off was more of of having this mystique. Okay, all right. As a Kiss fan, okay. I'm huge Kiss fan from since I was seven years old. By the way, I was a huge Star Wars fan since I was seven years old. Mm, back in the seventies, correlation there somewhere, everybody. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But back in the seventies, Kiss would never be seen without their makeup, and there was a reason for that because it built mystique around the band. It built this mystery. Nobody knew what they looked like. It it intrigued everybody. That was the point of that. There was something lost when Kiss took off their makeup. Okay. That that was the exact point with that. Now, I get that with Boba Fett. That went out the window, though. We that went out the window with the Clone War, uh, or with the attack of the clones when we met Django Fett. And Django Fett was running around without his helmet all the time. You know, he was constantly without his helmet. So it just, and then we we met Boba and we so now we know what Boba looks like so we kind of lose that the mystique is gone i don't understand why mando has to stick with this mystique of i got to keep the helmet on you know yeah, i hate it to be honest I, with you i hate it i'm i'm that was the element we haven't got to our favorite part so i guess we'll just get into the stuff that oh, i don't like I I am so over this helmet on or off and, and, you know, this, 
being a zealot of the Mando Lorian culture to this particular Children of the Watch thing. I'm, now, I, I do have seasons a question. in, and I'm kind of like, all right, let's move along, move it along. I do have a question though. If yeah. if we had not been introduced to the bounty hunters, the Mandos, as taking their helmets off, so let's say Django did stick by that creed of he's got to have the helmet on. And let's say in the Clone Wars cartoon series, when we had the Mandalorians in there, that they stuck with that creed. Would you be okay with it in the series now? No. uh uh-uh. I've never been okay with it. See, I, I think I would. It's I, Im, Im, if, impractical in my brain. I'm like, you're picking that as an element. But see, I, I go back to the kiss thing. It's a mystique thing, but you've you you completely threw that out of the water with the Clone Wars. So I don't understand the point of continuing with it. But if if you would have stuck with that all the way through, I think it would be different. I guess now it's just a point of keep keeping having uh, um, different factions and and uh, uh, um, I, don't know, I can't think of the word I'm looking for. It's a weird. It is a weird um, aspect of the, how shall I say? It's just a weird aspect to create a faction on. You're not going to take off your helmet. Oh, yeah, I agree. That's just a weird element. uh, Religions have been created on Stranger Things, though. So (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, they have. <laughs> there's there's been some weird stuff. So <laughs> anyway, I, I think at this point, uh, I'm looking at it as this is <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> this is the way we move forward and eventually get over this helmet thing. I I, I think that's what we're. I'm hoping that's what we're building towards. I, I'm hoping once he gets to Mandalore, there'll be some kind of answer to all this and he makes the decision at that point okay either i continue to always wear my helmet or i i say screw this you guys are a bunch of crazy zealots and i'm more with bo katan now and i don't i'll take off my helmet when i want which which i think he should but yeah let me ask you this i'm switch gears just a little bit the bo katan did it seem they were kind of setting her up almost as a villain? Oh yeah. Yeah. Later. I think you have to at this point though, because I mean, well, he has, he has the dark saber and she wants it and she wants to, to lead Mandalore. So you kind of got to set her up as the bad guy. And, you can't, he can't just hand her. He tried to, he tried to hand her the dark saber. Cause he's like, I don't want it. And she's like, no, that's not the way this works. We have to battle for it. And you know, it's got a cost. So, you know, they kind of got to set her up as the villain. And I don't necessarily have a problem with that because they're, they're, they're competing factions. So, and, and they've already established that. So mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. Cause I, I think she may have set him up in this episode. 
I mean, what do you mean? What do you mean? Go into detail. What do you mean? So, so Dinjarin goes to that Mandalorian castle. (laughs) There she is sitting there on a throne. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was listening to Jason and Jimmy uh, yesterday, and uh, it was funny because Jimmy's like, I I don't get this. Anytime they show royalty and stuff, uh, somebody comes to see them, and they're they're always sitting around on a throne. Is that all that royalty does? They just sit on thrones all day long and wait for people to come talk to them? I I must be royalty because I'm sitting on a throne all day long lately. No, I'm just kidding. Wow, that's too much information. (laughs) I'm teasing everybody. It just sounded (laughs) funny. Yeah. So um not that it, kind of throne steven <laughs> just so you know just so people may not know jimmy and jason is rebel force radio yeah sorry so. yeah um rebel force radio being one of my my other favorite podcasts but anyway i i just thought it was funny when jimmy said that i was like oh that's hilarious oh by the way we've had jason and jimmy on before and we're hoping to get jason back by the way right. uh to talk some more batman anyway um yeah, so he he comes to see her, and she informs him that all the Mandos left her because she doesn't have the Darksaber anymore. And and he's like, well, I'm going to Mandalore to bathe in the waters of blah, 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 whatever that is, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, you're a nut. Yeah, <laughs> you're, good luck. Yeah, you're a complete and total nut. But you know what? If you're going to do this, you want to go to... Blah, blah, blah. She gives the location and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, okay. Thank you. And then as he's walking away, she goes, good luck, Din Djarin. And it was just the way she said it. I think she may either have given him a wrong location and setting him up for something. Like, yeah, you're going to wish you didn't do this. Yeah. I don't know if she's setting him up for an ambush. I don't know if she just sent him to a location. I don't know where there's another one of these turtle monster things that we saw. Oh, by the way, we didn't even talk about that. I love the turtle monster, by the way. Uh, kind of looked like uh, Gamora and G- G- Gamera. Gamera, that was the name of the monster. Uh, Japanese kaiju. I love now that we have kaiju. We have Star Wars kaiju. It's just awesome. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> Star Wars kaiju is a thing I never knew I wanted until Boba Fett, and now I am so glad it's here. <laughs> You're funny. That's funny. So, all right. So, go back to the, your thought, though. Um. So, yeah, I I think she might possibly be setting him up, and yeah. So we'll see. Mm. Is yeah, she we'll gonna, see where it goes. Is she going to actually be there and and basically ambush him? And that's where the battle for the Darksaber happens. Mm-hmm. And then baby, Yoda, then baby Yoda shows up, levitates her butt. <laughs> right. Dun, dun, dun. Takes, takes the, the Darksaber from Din Djarin and baby Yoda becomes the, uh, the, the uh, Mandalorian that everyone worships. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know. They're setting up, setting him up to be a force using Mandalorian. We already saw in the uh, trailer where the armor says, you are a clan of two. Uh, they just, they established it. That mm-hmm. he, and, and she made him armor too. So mm-hmm. 
I think Baby Yoda's being set up to be a Jedi Mandalorian. And we all know that's kind of the, you know, the the one they're waiting for, the the chosen one, per se, of the Mandalorians. So hmm. just saying, I don't know how the heck he's gonna wield the Darksaber, but Right. <laughs> it's a little big for him. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's like three times his size. Oh, that's another thing. Uh, uh, the company that did the Mando that I have. Um, gosh, I can't. Um, I can't think of what they're called. Anyway, they did a. They they've now got a full size uh, Baby Yoda. Is it mm-hmm. sideshow? Yeah, sideshow collectibles. Thank you, Megan. Uh, so sideshow has now got a full sized uh, Baby Yoda, and for perspective, they put an apple next to it. And I started dying laughing. I go, well, so Baby Yoda is about as twice as tall as a Smurf. Because Smurfs are supposed to be three apples high. And I think he's about <laughs> six apples high. So. Oh, gosh. Who knew he gets Smurfs in the Star Wars universe? It's all part of As comparison. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. That's a good one. That's good. Yeah, as a Gen Xer, I like the Smurfs. <laughs> la, 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 shoot your butt. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Lightsaber. I went, I went on a tangent there. Sorry. It was all good. That's all good. So, yeah, I, I, I liked, I, I, I liked the, again, Star Wars Kaiju, the turtle alligator. Turtle Gator, <laughs> Turtle Gator. <laughs> I don't know what tech you called that. Right. Um, uh, high Multiverse Edits. <laughs> Great name. <laughs> multiverse Edits. Um, Stephen already doesn't like you because your name is Multiverse, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do struggle with multiverse stories, multiversal <laughs> stories. They are Just difficult kidding. for me. Just kidding. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I really enjoyed the Star Wars Kaiju. And then... I enjoyed what Baby Yoda saw when he and Mando were traveling back to uh, Navarro. Navarro. Yes. yes. And by the way, yeah, that was another thing Jason and Jimmy brought up. Navarro is turning into the Tatooine of of the Mandalorian. Oh, I like keep, that. I had not heard that. I like that. To Navarro. It's, yeah, I think it's more, it seems more developed. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And they, I like that. I, I, I they do. Made a big deal I, out of that. I, I actually enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, the, you know, the whole spaceport is growing. The growth of the work that, you know, they've done with that site has been really interesting. I could just do without Grief Karga having droids uh, carry his, his cloak around. That was a little weird. <laughs> That was a little weird. I was like, oh, come on. I, I you know, I know he's kind of supposed to be like a little hoity toity because he's what the grand. What a, right. There's a whole joke about, you know, Chancellor, Grand Chancellor. Yeah, or Grand or Chancellor. I don't think it was Chancellor, but. but yeah. Sounds yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Because, like, even the one droid, uh, Chancellor Karga, it's Grand Chancellor. Something so like sorry. that, right? So sorry, yeah. sir. You know, right? Yeah, but I, I just don't like the droids carrying around his 
his cloak and all that stuff. It's like, he's not a bride. Stop it. <laughs> right. I thought that was kind of weird, but yeah. um, yeah, I like the development of, of uh, ne- Nev- Navarro. I, mm-hmm. I think it's cool. I like seeing that. Um, mm-hmm. So do you think uh, IG 11 will come back? Um, uh, they're setting it up as such. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I know what this, they'll do. I think this is no. confirmation. IG 11's coming back. <clears throat> yeah. I, I think we'll get him. Uh, cause I mean, there was really no point in doing that if you're not setting him coming, setting him up to come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so what I'm talking about is, so when, when, uh, Mando goes back to Navarro, there's a statue. Well, it, we find out it's partially statue and partially actually the uh, what's left of IG, which I don't know how anything could be left of IG. <laughs> right. He kind of exploded and melted. So, <laughs> uh, and, and Grief Karga claims that, oh, well, we retrieved as much as we could. Well, I think what you would retrieve would be melted, you know, <laughs> Uh, metal i i don't but anyway i digress so you had part of him there and uh mando decides that he needs ig11 um to help him and ig11 is the only droid that he's ever trusted because he doesn't trust droids and that's right oh mm-hmm. i forgot about that good yeah. call that's why he pushed so hard yep to try to get him fixed well done well done well, that's if, if you recovery. remember we got the story of him as a as a youngling and how his family was killed by uh imperial or not imperial or yeah or i forget the whatever the the bad guys were in the prequels um but he 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 get separatist, yeah. I think it's separatist. Anyway, the droids, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the the not stormtroopers, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, so he doesn't trust he he doesn't trust at all droids and stuff. And and IG eleven is the only droid he's ever trusted. So that's right. why. But that whole bringing IG eleven back. We got a whole horror scene there. I mean, that was freaking terrifying. <laughs> right. The the IG-11 crawling on the floor must destroy the asset. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was yikes. awesome. That was awesome. And then Mando throws Baby Yoda to, to Grief Karga. And then all of a sudden he like, IG like flips around. Nope. Okay. Go this way. That's where the asset is. I'm going to destroy him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it almost reminded me of the Terminator. Yeah, the first one. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, yes. towards the end, where the yeah. Terminator. Yeah, yeah, where he split in half, and uh huh. Yeah, it yeah. looked a lot like that. I yes. love that. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So it was really interesting. So, um. Let's go back to the space space whales, you know, kind of a thing. Yes. Um, I I think it's a very important part of the show. That was, I was like, okay. I think that is confirmation that we are getting Grand Admiral Thrawn. I mean, we kind of already had confirmation because 
in uh, Mando season two when um, uh, what's her face? Uh, uh, I forget. Or when when Ahsoka fights, uh, I don't remember her name, but Ahsoka is asking for her master. Which oh, the Western happens. thing at the end. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we we had confirmation that Thrawn will show up, but the fact that the space we see the space we call them space whales, but they're like space whales crossed with squids. <laughs> I don't know what right. that <laughs> right. again. More Star Wars kaiju. That's that's what it is. It's Star Wars. Kaiju. <laughs> I'm going with Star Wars kaiju uh, because right. I want a whole Star Wars kaiju episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, uh, the space whales are what grabs um, Grand Admiral Thrawn and uh, Ezra yeah, Bridger. Ezra Bridger at the end of Rebels, mm-hmm. and they disappear. So. I think this is just more confirmation that Thrawn is on his way. Mm-hmm. We will see mm-hmm. Thrawn. So. And Ezra Bridger. Yeah, well, yeah, and Ezra. Uh, I'm more excited about Thrawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I honestly was not the biggest fan of Ezra. He was okay. I just, eh, to me, he's like, eh, whatever. He's I like his a- character development. Um I didn't like him in the beginning of Rebels, but as it progressed, because he was annoying, snotty nosed brat. That's why. Yeah, and it went on too long. <laughs> kind of a thing. That was only like three seasons too. Yeah, it went on too long. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Rebels was okay. It, it Rebels was, no was good. Let, let me rephrase that. I enjoyed Rebels. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that character development took too long kind of a thing and they introduced yeah, okay. some great force concepts concepts of the force within rebels just incredible concepts um you know the 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 land in between um the what what was it that happened in that the you know where there was all these doorways to different parts you know of the force that 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 whole thing right. um that was fascinating lore and so I, I'm interested to see how they play that out and how things may come up. Um, sure. I'm, I'm not opposed to Ezra Bridger, you know, being in it. I think it's kind of exciting that Dave Filoni gets to finish off his rebel story in live action. I think that's kind of cool. Um, yes. yes. Even though they see, there were things I liked about the rebels and then there were things I was like, eh, it's just, it's okay. You know, Right. It was better than that other animated series that came after the Rebels that I don't even remember the name of, and I don't care because it sucks so bad. I, I think I've blocked that trauma out of my mind. <laughs> kind of a thing. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, that's almost on the level of Batman and Robin. You know, but the I, movie. But I will say, I was thankful that in the first episode we've got space whales. You know, kind of a thing, and so. I, I like the concept because it is going to bridge <laughs> as a bridger. Nice. That was I, good. I, Cheers I, to I that one. I didn't plan that. That just kind of happened. So, but the bringing Admiral Thrawn, and I agree with you. I am more excited about Admiral Thrawn than Ezra Bridger. Not not saying yeah. that I, I don't like Ezra Bridger. That's not it. Oh, um, I, it's not I don't like Ezra. We've I, been Thrawn fans since Heir to the Empire. Exactly. Since like 1991. 
I thought he was a worthy villain. I mean, I still believe he is a worthy villain. And, um, and so I am, I am looking forward to seeing how it all plays out in introducing that. Um, and that's all my expectations are is this is the lead in with, and this is why I love the space. Well, so much. So this is what I loved the, the bringing in the space whales tells me we're going to get Thrawn mm-hmm. and with Thrawn, we're going to get introduced, introduced to him in Ahsoka. Then he's going to be, I'm looking forward to just an incredible villain arc with him. And when I say villain, I don't mean, I don't mean just any kind of villain. I mean, we're talking Moriarty level. Oh yeah. 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 Moriarty level kind of villain. And I'm looking forward to seeing how that all that character progresses and develops. Um, and, and what kind of villain is, is, you know, is he going to become? And when, when I saw the space whales, I was like, okay, here we go. And, and that's what I was. You're kind of, Kind of expecting to see a silhouette of Thrawn and Ezra hanging on to the, <laughs> the <laughs> right. tentacles <laughs> right. of the space whales. I did right. like how Baby Yoda sees them and he gets a little freaked out and he he jumps into Daddy's lap. That was that was a pretty good moment. I enjoyed that. That was a good moment. Yes. Um, so yeah, the things I really enjoyed were the kaiju, um, the space whales. Um, I enjoyed the little space western gun showdown that we had between Grief Karga and the uh, uh, space pirates. Um, that was yeah, great. It was good. It was weird, though. I mean, dude, you were just told it was a school and not a bar, and you still want to go but in. They're, but they're bad guys. They're pirates. They. That's right. just you know. It's it's establishing these guys are bad dudes. Right. That's the, that's the way I looked at it. Right. You know, they right. don't care that it's a school. They they think that was their bar. That was their right. hangout. You know. Yeah. So it's like we want our hangout back. We don't care if you say it's a school. It's not a school. It's a bar. Now the only issue is there's not going to be any alcohol in there. <laughs> right. So I don't know what good it's going to do you, but right. you know. But it was just it was just to establish the bad guys trying to force their will. Right. That's all that was. That, that's it. It really had nothing to do with it being a school. It just it was them establishing that they're the bad guys here. Yeah. And and, and I love Mando. Mando just stands and watches and takes it all in. And he's like, oh, I'm going to let Grief Karga handle this. I'll come mm. in if he needs me. And then, yeah. And then he shoots the rest of them. It was so right. cool. It was a great right. moment. And you had the whole showing of the gun. I mean, I just, oh, I love right. that whole space cowboy stuff. I think that's incredible stuff. Good writing there. Really good. Yes. Um, yes. I think we should also real quickly address the elephant in the room. <gasps> There's an elephant in the room. Where? Go ahead. Um, Cardoon. Cardoon. Okay. Uh, so they did address, uh, what has happened to the character Cara Dan? Um, I don't know how I feel about it. I I, I, really I, I took it as this was already done as a setup for the Ranger series. That's how I viewed that. Well, she, but yeah, I mean, she was supposed to be the lead for the, 
for the uh, Rangers of the New Republic. Right. And, and I mean, she had been given the title of sheriff. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I just don't know how I feel because I don't know. They, they could, the way they set us up, you could bring her back. Yes. Um, and I, I got mixed feelings about that because I honestly don't want anybody playing her other than Gina Carano. I just don't want to. That role was written specifically for Gina Carano. Mm-hmm. John Favreau said he wrote that role specifically for her. Mm-hmm. And I honestly don't want to see anybody in that role. I don't necessarily have an issue with recasting. Sometimes it's necessary, but I don't know. I just, this one feels weird. The whole thing feels weird. So the whole situation is weird. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, So I'm, I'm kind of hoping maybe that's the last we hear of it, you know? Okay. So she, she got, uh, uh, what was it? Drafted into the, I don't know what, what he, she went somewhere else. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Space Rangers. Da, 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 Next thing well, you know, Chuck that... Norris will be the trainer of all the yeah, Space well. Rangers. Whatever. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm kind of hoping we just done away with Cara Dune at this point. Uh, I mean, I would love for her to come back, but I would love for her to come back. I would love for Gina Carano to come back as as her so i'd love to oh. be the sheriff in town yeah i would too that would have been amazing yeah. but you know certain circumstances did not allow for that so right i wished uh certain parties would um look past their differences and just go on you know create good stories right yes. create good stories and forget all the crap that happens outside of your company right. and, Right. And that kind of crap. Now I do have to say when, when I saw the pirates, I almost cringed because I thought for sure. These are uh, the pirates who don't do anything. Anything. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice little reference there. Uh, I love that song, by the way. Uh, yeah. I thought Hondo Anaka was going to return and I kind of cringed because I was like, oh, are they setting that up though? Do you think they're setting that I don't up? Think Hondo? They are. I don't think they are. Okay. I just, when they said space pirates, I was like, oh boy, here comes Hondo. And I, I was so Hondoed out <laughs> with Clone Wars, Rebels. and Yeah, it's so funny how everyone loves Hondo. I'm not a particular fan of Hondo. I, He's yeah, intriguing, but I'm we, like, I, I don't need to see the adventures of Hondo. No, I don't either. And if we would have seen him like half of the time, I probably would have liked him better. But it's just we got so much of them. I got sick and tired of it. You know, it's right. like this is not no. the Hondo show, right? Yeah. So this is not the pirate you're looking for. <laughs> move, <laughs> move along, <laughs> uh, move along, move along. <laughs> right. So overall, I thought it was a great season opener. Right. Um, I I know you you're. You want to do away with the helmet thing. And I, I have mixed feelings about the whole helmet thing, too. I guess I'm you just know, over, I, we've already done two seasons with it. I kind of I think you, you know, I think you gotta close along. it out. But I move think you along. gotta close it out though. You, you you haven't closed it out, and I think that's the point. It I think we've already been closed out, is all I'm saying. I agree. But it, but I get it. 
that's not worth it. <sighs> anyway, anyway. So overall, I really enjoyed the episode and I am looking so forward to what we have to come. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, there was one other thing I wanted to address. Uh, let's go back to baby Yoda for just a second. I know sure. we're running a little bit over time. Um, okay. So John Favreau was asked in an interview recently, mm-hmm. um, how long was baby Yoda with Luke Skywalker for his training? Mm-hmm. And John Favreau, and I, I, I think he's taking this from George Lucas because, you know, they would, they put George Lucas on the spot all the time. What's the background of this character? Oh, well, you know, he came from planet Boogaba and, and his, his, his parents were Oogadiu and, you know, and then all of a sudden that became canon, you know, whatever he said right there on the spot. Now, granted, George was the creator, you know, and, and, and to a certain extent, I get that. And yes, John Favreau has a lot of control, but just to throw out, oh, well, he's, he was with Luke for two years because we were on a two-year hiatus between season two and season three. I, I think that's just the wrong thing to say. And I, mm-hmm. when I watched those scenes with, with Baby Yoda and Luke Skywalker, I did not get the feeling that that was a two-year span. I didn't get that feeling at all. You know, I mean, let's go back to Empire Strikes Back. Um, Luke goes and finds Yoda and trains with Yoda. And and everyone complained about that, too. Oh, he was only with Yoda for 15 minutes. Well, no, actually, the time span was like three to three to six months or so. Mm-hmm. He was with Yoda for a while, you know. Right. And to me, it felt more like that because you actually saw progression in Luke's training in Empire Strikes Back. Right. I didn't feel we really got that with Baby Yoda. I didn't feel there was really any progression, you know? So to, to just throw out, oh, well, it's two years because it's been two years since we, since, since Mando's been on the air. I think that's right. a wrong state. I, I, I don't think you should make statements like that. Let, sure. let the story tell that. Don't don't just make it up on the spot. Right. I hear you. So, no, I, I just wanted to address that. But I guess it is what it is. Yep. It is what it is. All right. Well, cool. Well, hey, everybody, let us know what you think about this first episode of season three of the Mandalorian. Put it in the comments below. Um, I, it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see where we go. I'm looking forward to where we're going in this, in the season. So I will say that the first episode did do that, did get me interested to seeing what happens, um, in the story. So I, I am intrigued. Color me intrigued. Well, that's good because we're going to be covering it. So, <laughs> <laughs> right I, to quote uh uh i don't know i don't remember the character's name i have spoken <laughs> i have spoken <laughs> i have spoken i love that line that was a great line yep yep all right well cool well um with that um with that uh i uh I want to encourage everybody real quick, if you would please, please check out um, our Audible site, www.audibletrial.com slash two geeks, T-W-O-G-E-E-K-S, which really cool is you can get all kinds of 
uh, really audiobooks, all kind of genres. You can get your first month for free, free 90 free uh, on that first one. Um, so you get you get a credit. You can use that credit towards any audiobook, which is really cool. If you are a Prime member, um, you can actually get uh, two for the first month, which is really kind of interesting. So um, how they do that. I'm not still for sure how that works, but that's what I've read. So, <laughs> so uh, anyway, so check it out. You can choose mystery, science fiction, um, you know, nonfiction, romance, thrillers. There's all kinds of ones there. It's really fun to listen to. Um, there are some great ones. I have enjoyed the, uh, my, my favorite so far, my favorite series has been um, Ian Desher's Shakespeare Star Wars because it's got music, voice actors, um, the whole bit. It's just absolutely hysterical, like re-listening to the movies, but in Shakespearean style. Uh, so they've been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed that. So www.audibletrial.com slash two geeks. Uh, if you do that and decide you want to go further the uh, for the subscription, it's, it's $14.95 a month and you get one credit. That credit can be used for anything. And there's even a whole catalog, the Audible Plus catalog, if you remember that you don't even have to pay for some great classic literature that they have audiobooks for. Um, it's just fantastic. And you get one credit to use for anything. So some books are only worth five to eight bucks. You can use it if you want, but there are some audiobooks that are like $40, $45 and that $15 credit will cover it. So it's pretty exciting. So, all right. Uh, anything else, Mr. Mike? Um, just a couple things. Uh, shout out to Sage Page Omega, uh, who is a big supporter of our show. Um, Sage Page also uh, streams on Twitch. Uh, he is a gamer um, and he's been on our show before. We plan on having him back to talk about some video games that he has pre uh, pre-ordered. Yes. So I'm looking forward to having him back on the show for that. Um, also a shout out to contagious punk. She is also another gamer on Twitch, um, who actually hooked us up with Sage page Omega. So, uh, big thanks to her. She's also a big supporter of our show. And if you haven't done it yet, please go and like, and subscribe, please like us on Facebook and subscribe to us there. Subscribe to us here on, uh, on YouTube or Twitch or Facebook. Wherever you're oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Like us on Facebook. Right. I, I think of all the different places we're at. Um, yeah. Just make, give, make sure and give us a like and subscribe. Please go and like the individual videos too. Um, all that stuff helps the algorithm, helps us get seen by more people. Um, we are, we are growing and I like to see that. Um, uh, so that's, I think that's all I got. <laughs> all right. Everybody, right. thanks so much for joining us here on the Two Geek Show. We've got some fun things planned ahead, so stick with us. We appreciate you hanging out with us and continue to make comments um, on the show. We really like it. We like engaging with everybody because that's what's made this podcast a lot of fun. A lot yes. of fun. And all. all right. All right. With that said, over and out, and so say we are. I mean, this is the way. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, 